Welcome back to Not 97. Today's episode features an artist who we introduced earlier this season during an episode with Carrie Foe, a very special fellow Little Rock, Arkansas native by the name Rodney Chrome. We spoke with Rodney about how the South has shaped him and his music, his foundation as a dancer, queer representation in rap, and his undeniable belief in himself and his dreams, plus an explosive in-studio performance of two unreleased songs, BBL and Serial Killer, live from the studio and brought to you by The Orchard and Human Resources. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is Not 97. Enjoy. Rodney Chrome. What's up, what's up? Welcome to 997. Thank you for having me. Very excited to have you here. Before we get into it, do you mind introducing yourself real quick? A little bit about kind of who you are, where you come from, and what you do? Yes. Anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Rodney Chrome. I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. Shout out to the 501. And I'm here with 997. There you go. So, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yes, sir. When myself and the Not 97 audience was first introduced to you, it was from fellow Little Rock, Arkansas native, Carrie Foe. Shout yes, out to Carrie Foe. The queen. And I, I, you know, I think Carrie is is a really cool example of someone who, like, has a strong sense of pride in her city and just a strong sense of pride of the, the South in general and, like, representing the South. I wonder what, like... One, what does, like, Little Rock mean to you? But then also, what does it mean to have someone like Carrie come out of that city and see them rise and, and you know, be able to see kind of that example? You know, I, I recently went back home to see my mom. And anybody who knows me from my first project, Queer Pressure, she's my rock, my everything. Without her, I feel like I would not be half as comfortable with doing what I do, performing and just being myself. So Little Rock, I feel like it shaped me to a point where I can go to a New York and LA and be like, okay, I know I don't have the Southern hospitality I have back home here, you know? And I'm starting to really get into an age where I be needing that sometimes, life be hitting, but I'm hitting twice as hard. So Little Rock really has shaped me to be a real, like, ready for combat, you know, type of person. So, yeah, and for Carrie, like, that look... I remember I told her she invited me to a show that she had in Brooklyn, a huge show. I've never really been invited personally by artists and stuff. So this was like a first thing. I'm just like, yo, somebody really seeing me. And she invited me out. I came and she told me she wanted to talk after. And it was just like a moment where I was like, nah, like this is what it's supposed to be. I never had those like, you know, Gotti when he has like people from Memphis, he just takes under their wing or like QC. They have like their whole roster from their states. Arkansas, we don't have that, you know? So for her to make that initiative to like, okay, nah, this dude is dope. I see the future for him. I see the vision. Let's go. Like, let's support each other and let's win. So for that, I tell her, like, I will be forever in debt. But for now, it's just like, let's just make it to the top. And that's how I feel. So for her look, it was just incredible, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I was really excited when she introduced Break the Internet. Also, just it felt good for her to put on for someone from Little Rock and like, and kind of blew our heads being like, damn, this dude's from Little Rock? Like, what the fuck? 
like it's and it is so much untapped like talent and little rock and it's sometimes it's just like a thing where people you know get stuck in their their towns but i feel like just in general i want to be the first to like be like nah like look at these small towns the yeah. mississippi's the Kansas. like you know what i'm saying like there is raw talent out there it's just y'all gotta tap in a little bit more but here we are yeah. you know so you i feel like you are a multi-hyphenate in like its mm. fullest meaning in terms of songwriting composing you know, dancing, choreographing, like it, I think the list just continues to go. And I know you you started as a dancer. You were a dancer when you yeah. were younger. Yes. Do you feel like it all just stems from the same thing when you think about like your creative expression? Is it all coming from the same source? Or, you know, when did you go from being like, oh, I'm dancing. I think I actually want to make music. I think I want to actually start rapping and songwriting. Yeah, so I, I say this a lot, like, about how just I started music. I used to just go to my mom's closet and just sit down like it was a studio booth and, like, yeah. really just kind of write and, like, really be a student. I was a SoundCloud kid, so, like, I just love people who just put stuff on there and just kind of, like, float around. Like, it wasn't nothing serious with streams and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, for me, it was like I really had a passion before it became a... Um, more virality, like, or viral uh, type of sensation. Yeah. So I feel like for that, like, growing up at, with Missy and, like, looking at her in dance uh, competitions and, like, every time you have a recital, they playing her music, I felt like dance wasn't enough. Like, it was just, like, you you see something and it's like, damn, like, I don't think it's the background that I should be. I feel like I need to be Missy, but I'm like, yeah. how do I get to Missy? Yeah. Um, and I, or Beyonce, or just anybody, like, I just wanted to be that front runner. And I feel like just seeing nobody who looked like me, um, nobody who was black like I was, or just, like, was from the South like I was, or didn't have, you know, a background of being from a small town as a dancer, like, it just wasn't that lane. And still, like, isn't, like, a specific lane to that, you know? So I saw this happen and I'm like, nah, this football, basketball shit, like, there's something so much bigger right there for me that I, I don't know if this is where I need to be right now. So I quit every sport possible in my, like, last year of high school. And that's a big thing for a small town, like, especially the school I went to. And I said, I'm gonna go to college, pursue music, study this shit, and, like, really become the best and, like, a pop star. Yeah. And that's where we are. Yeah. I also think there is something to be said for the, like, dancer-turned-artist. And I think a few months ago, actually, Jordan Ward, like, the forward that's on my hat. Jordan Ward Shout out to Jordan. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah, and, like, I feel like that, I mean, that dude's the first dude I've seen do a split on stage while he's performing. Like, I feel like it just gives you so much confidence on that stage and so much, like, charisma that's already in you that for young artists, like young musicians, they have to learn that. Dude, and this is going to be a whole conversation. Yeah, but, yeah, really. Um, I, I, that's a deep passion. I think that just becomes from a place of like, you study dance as if somebody was to go to college and study whatever major there is. Yeah. Like you study that shit. And then sometimes it's like, not even industry, but maybe even just some people, it's like, they just hop into it and it's acceptable a little bit more. It's like, dang, like, I'll be out here working in class. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then it's just like the Jordans be out there moving. Yeah. It's like, put them up there for a second, you know? So shout out to Jordan and all of us really dancing and moving too. But it's an art form that I really like, feel like I want music to tap into a lot more. Yeah, because um, it, it makes your stage presence that much. Crazy. More heightened and and any crowd 
feels that. Yeah. 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 One thing I appreciate about your sound and like the, you know, what came through on Queer Pressure and what came through on, what's come through on all the singles recently is that like your, your sound is far reaching and like anytime anybody tries to like categorize you, it's just going to be a list of like 10 genres. You know, it's like, there's not one thing. Have you, even when you started making music, did you feel pressure, whether it was outside pressure or just pressure on yourself to like pick a lane, pick a genre? Or were you always like, nah, like if I want to make a pop song, I'm going to make a pop song. If I want to rap, I'm going to rap. That's good. Because you kind of word it different than just like who are you inspired by. But (laughs) I feel like in general, it just goes back to then. Like I, my mom can tell you this is that people have tried to put me in a box, not even just like in music, but like growing up, just like small town kid, like making music and you gay. Nigga, if you don't sit down. And I feel like for me, (laughs) it was kind of different. It was like as a Sag, you can tell me million no's in this world. If I see something, God moved me to keep moving to it every day. Like I cannot stop myself. Um, And that's what music was. And I feel like for me, the sound, when I say like that dance realm, like growing up with the Missy's, the Tim's, the... Every Janet, like everybody who had a sound that was just so specific to them. I came to college and found this amazing producer who I just now adore and call my friend, Underscores. And literally the collab, not even just as like musicians or artists, but just like as friends, created a sound for me that was like, nah, like this is like intergalactic, but still a pop star, but sounds so Southern. Hasn't really touched into like a gay lane, but like nobody's really hearing what... You know what I'm saying? It was just a pocket I haven't heard before. And so I think within that, like, knowing my trajectory of where I want to go is, like, you know, a mainstream sound, I feel like I kind of have a good grip of, like, what my intentions are with music. So with that, the process became easy. Yeah. I know you, like, you came up to New York. You you went to NYU. Yes, sir. And studied music. Yeah. I feel like people that, artists that go to music school... I mean, everybody has a different experience. Some people feel stifled there. Some people, you know, find their greatest inspirations. And I even, you know, I've seen the the behind the queer pressure behind the scenes where you're recording in the dorm room. You're in the dorm room. Yes, sir. You know, mic up. Everything. So I guess, like, what what was that experience like for you? And how did, how did NYU shape the artist that you are? Yeah, I, I when I say, man, I, I think I just say it so much because I, I truly believe in it. I really want to, and I know I'm going to make it, regardless of it, I'm just small now, yeah. big later, whatever that looks like. I love to record myself. I love to see myself working my ass off towards a dream because every time I've done it, I've looked back at a video and achieve whatever it was I was working on. When I said in a video recently, I was like, I want to get on a billboard. It was like in 2019. Three years later, I'm in a billboard in Times Square. Like, just simple shit, like, where I'm just, like, manifesting something that I know is going to happen. Yeah. So that process of just recording, even just today, I did the same thing. It's a part of that documentary, you know, when I can go back, like, show my kids, or if it's a bigger thing of Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is how I work, or Rodney Crone was here, and I'm here. Yeah. I think that kind of plays into your vision. Mm. And I think what's cool about everything Rodney Chrome is that the vision that you have kind of bleeds through everything and and the visuals are so clear and and so impressive I mean like anybody Thank that you. that I've been like oh you got to check this out they're like what the fuck like you know where did this come from yeah 
What is your process of putting together a visual for a song? Because, I, I mean, for you, it's definitely, you know, it's choreography, it's wardrobe, it's a whole team. Like, I know, like, the, the credits belong. So what is that like for you when it comes from, like, all right, I made a song now. Are you writing that treatment? Are you putting that team together? Yeah. Ooh, I, I, I'm like, the way I want to start. I mean, even like break the internet. Like, yeah, break that video the internet. Yeah. So the process for something like that is underscores. Previous I've talked about sent me a loop. I was like, yo, this shit is nasty. Like, let me just do a couple of little demos. I did two versions. They love both of them and said, nah, we have to mesh this together. That's why it's like a hard trap in yeah. the beginning. Then it goes to like soft R&B, very floaty. So that happened and then just progress came and I just initially like you just feel instinct and, and, and i think this goes back to like being an artist like something just move you to just say like nah this is what this looks like and i feel like when i sonically create music if you see me recording you just my touch like i'm feeling that shit while yeah. i'm recording the song you know what i'm saying and i feel like that translate into how it comes across in the video it's like i already felt how this moved when i was making this song this is what the dance looks like you know what i'm saying you sliding yeah. into it so yeah i feel like the process is definitely just always visual when it comes to like me writing are you you're ideating that like those scenes and all that stuff as well yeah so most of these things i'll probably start out with like a pitch deck eventually i'll make it to like okay well i went to nyu a lot of talented kids who are in film yeah. made a lot of best friends and that usually progresses okay they put their little taste on the treatment now from there who are we tapping in to see like okay yo we got some fire like right now who want to you know hop on this project it may not be like the biggest thing but let's just make art for the sake of making art that's dope who it doesn't matter if we have a thousand a million eyes on us like at some point when that time clock hits zero they gonna see the, the 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 catalog so that's just what i'm waiting on and right now it's just been like nothing but friends helping me out to say no we see this shit and when it gets touched like it's over with yeah i think that's a really important sentiment to have where it's like collectively as a community we know this is dope we know this is gonna make an impact so let's put it out and whether people see it tomorrow or right. in five years or ten years that impact will be felt mm -hmm. also i think what you just said about the NYU community and, and network is a cheat code. You know, dang, that's a part of me want to say no, but I do <laughs> think that that is, and you know, guys say yes, accept it. I feel like with NYU, it did put me in a place that I am so grateful for. Yeah. Um, that a lot of people, I bet they could just wish. And I, I just always am grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you spoke a little bit about when you were coming up and like not seeing a ton of like queer yeah. artist representation. And I think what's been interested in, in the last couple of years, mm -hmm. there's been more, you know, like Amen. in terms of everything from Tyler to like Kevin Abstract, mm -hmm. all the way up to like Saucy Santana, Lil Nas X. How have you felt like witnessing that shift and you know, that all of that happening at a time where you're starting to release music? Is that, has that been inspiring for you? You know, I will, I would definitely say, even from the jump with, if we really want to take it back, like, yeah, knowing, yeah. even, like, Big Frida always left out of Yo, the conversation. Yo, shout out to Big Frida. Like, come on now. That is the biggest person that I feel like is left out of a lot of these conversations. But even going back to when, and I, I wasn't a true, like, listener of Big Frida, but I just saw the, the headline. Yeah. But Kevin, abstract, I feel like, for me, in high school, his first project, American Boyfriend. Yeah. When you listen... 
as a small town kid, I don't know if you've ever listened to it, but when you listen as yeah. a small town kid, it's like, damn, like, that was the first look that I was like, somebody's talking about us. Yeah, yeah. Moving forward, we got the Saucy's and the Lil Nas X. Like, I feel like now it's like, y'all are starting to see different elements of, you know, black, queer, gay men, you yeah. know? And for that, it's I'm so grateful for. I feel like it's only still like so far oh it's still so fresh yeah it's still so fresh so when i and i'm so glad we have these conversations because like now it's like the rodney chromes it's like the dancing ones yeah. now moving yeah. in we got the kid kids who just spit yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. everybody's kind of just moving into their own lane like the rap girls but it's kind of just now like y'all about to get a taste of us like we really moving it's taking time but we coming yeah you know yeah no i think it's really exciting and it's almost like I almost don't want to say it's more accepted because I'm like, there's a far way to go for it to be like really accepted. Right. But it's less cool to hate on it. You know, like if people are hating on it, like, people are like, doing? whoa, like, you know. What you doing? Yeah. And, and I've had like some uh, amazing, I've, I've always said like, you either going to love my shit or you going to hate it. It's not going to be no in between. Yeah. Um, and I've always enjoyed that fact about my music. But I feel like it's, when you talk when you talk about like being more accepting it's like we do have a long way because it's like sometimes it's like people just be on that shit because it's just hot right now yeah. it's like they don't really be with it you know what i'm saying yeah. but i feel like i just want now us to really like expose ourselves as artists and just really take over that narrative like regardless of what people think we still gonna step yeah you know yeah and you're gonna go harder than 90 percent of the dudes out here because so. if we really want to talk about bars like <laughs> a couple of us got them yeah you know, I was listening before, like, I was thinking about this question of stardom and, and you know, seeking fame. Even before this morning, I, like, listened back to your catalog and listened to Famous. And, like, Ooh. you, like, talking about yeah. being famous and wanting to be famous. And I think... That's, like, something I've been thinking about recently because I've talked to some artists that, like, don't want to be famous. They just want to make music, and they're, like, I always want to be able to go to the grocery store, you know? And and there's, like, this... There is, like, a different perspective where some artists are, like, no, I'm seeking pop stardom fame, and I'm some artists seeking, I'm seeking, you know, successfully living and still being able to go out and not get mobbed by paparazzi. But what is it about fame that does attract you? And kind of have you always been someone that's like, I'm going to be famous one day? Yeah, man. It's always been, I you want felt my it. spot. Yeah, you felt it. Even if you go back, and this is like one of those things where I'm just been in my childhood like memory phase of like I found this one sheet of paper where I like I want to be just like Michael Jackson yeah I, I didn't know what that meant I didn't even know none of Michael Jackson songs I'm like <laughs> yeah. three years old four years old just writing it on my <laughs> kindergarten paper yeah but that moment you just like you feel and you feel like a duty it's like I gotta make music even when I was talking to Carrie like she said I can feel it in you like yeah you just want that 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 stardom. Me, I just want to sit back, be cool, like, have my little this and that. Yeah, facts. But, and this is another thing, it's like, when you come from a small town, man, you come from nothing but trees or, like, just a super conservative space, you feel like, well, me specifically, I feel like I just have to, like, make noise. Like, just make noise. When I come from the quietest place, I have to make noise. And I, and, and for me, it's just been, like, a drive of, like, okay, 
I know what it was like when I didn't have a, a Frank Ocean yet. I know what it was like I didn't have a Saucy yet. I know what it was like when I didn't have a, a Lil Nas S, Kevin, Big Frida yet. And it was just nobody. Where's my Rodney Chrome? Yeah. And I want people to have their Rodney Chrome. Yeah. Facts. So, Break the Internet came out this year. Yes, sir. I know you have a few more singles coming out. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of like building towards your sophomore project. Yes, sir. What is the what does the future look like for Rodney Chrome? What is the next phase of Rodney Chrome? What are you trying to say? You hit me with that one. I feel like you catching me in a very transitional space. Mentally, physically, spiritually, like just sonically, I feel like I'm just in a, a space where I'm, even when I, from my first project, Queer Pressure, I felt that I had something to say and that got me my, my first looks. And with this next sophomore, like just the things that I'm creating now, it's like I feel myself having something to say. I feel a visual in my head that nobody touched. I feel a shift as if like that time could be coming, but it's just like the work got to be put in. And right now I'm putting in that work of like, let's go time. And, and I feel like for me, What's next is just kind of just hitting everybody over the head. Like, I'm sitting here with you of like, this is just some crazy stuff that I've seen through X, Y, and Z. I don't know who this person is. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. Perform for me, please. Yeah. Long as you put me in that light, I, I want to just go. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, that energy. Speaking of just going, so we'll have the performances play this interview out. Okay. So, if you want to give us a quick intro of the songs you're about to perform. Yeah. And kind of why you chose these two songs and what they mean to you. This is Rodney Chrome. I'm here with 997 and you're about to watch me perform BBL. I chose this song simply because, for one, when you have a BBL, I feel like the mindset is a little bit different. You feel like you're on 10. Me, I say I'm built like the NFL. I'm stacked. Confident, Lord knows he blessed me with a body, so I'm gonna walk out of here with it. My head held high, but I feel like just in general, I want people to just have a fun record that is just like body T, look good. Ronnie Chrome singing, of course, I'm gonna love it. Like, come on now. So I feel like just that essence of confidence is something that I feel like you haven't gotten a playful side of Ronnie Chrome. Um, so here we go. This is Ronnie Chrome. Let's get it. This body all natural. It's all in your camera. Keep you up like Adderall. Booty shaped like basketball. Get money, my protocol. Quarterback, I throw the ball. If Chrome walk in the room, tell your bitch, pack it up. She gone high. I need that Bobby, that Whitney. Money on Oprah, no Winfrey. Know how to work it like Missy. Throwing it back just like Frisbee. Bu- 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 Bustin' like Ricky. Wanna monize like Nikki. Never need no work. Never need Dr. Miami. He don't need no BBL. Off the scale, money long just like his nails. Built like the NFL, he don't need no BBL. Booty run off the scale, money long just like his nails. Built like the N. My booty ain't big as making, but I'ma make it work though. Hop on a beat and make it bang like my name Kirkko. Your bitch talking slick on my Oprah, turn her color purple. Only fuck with hood niggas, never fuck a Urko. I got big dick energy, ain't talking about big lotto. My nigga call me Big Ride, cause I'm just hard to swallow. Money long just 
like his nails Built like the NFL He don't need no BBL Booty run off the scale Money long just like his nails Built like the NFL He don't need no BBL Booty run off the scale Money long just like his nails Built like the He don't need no BBL Booty run off the scale Money long just like his nails Built like the NFL Listen My name is Rodney Crone This song is called BBL We here with 997 Having a motherfucking good time And I'm in my prime Yeah, love y'all Once again, this is Rodney Crone And you're about to watch Serial Killer with 997 This one right here is just for everybody who is spooky Loves any type of scary movie From Tim Burton, Edward Scissorhands To spooky shit, to Halloween, I don't care Rodney Crone is about to present you with a nasty one, okay? This is Rodney Crone Serial Killer 997. Hello, operator, there's a killer in my home. I don't know what to do, my mom and daddy is gone. I gotta be quiet or he gon' hit me on the phone. Oh shit, I think I hear him walking towards my room. Sir, calm down, just tell me what does he have on. Five nine brown eyes, is he wearing a thong? Black guy, brand fights, is his hair really long? Oh bitch, you didn't gone, I'm sorry, that's Rodney Crone. Help me please, I ain't got time to waste. Bring the police, they might need to bring a tank. On my knees and all I can do is pray. But take me home, cause Chrome is coming my way. Serial killer, all these bitches I'm killing I'm Serial killer, lock me up and make me a prisoner I'm Serial killer, all these bitches I'm killing I'm Serial killer, body bag, I'm at the zip of my Serial killer, all these bitches I'm killing I'm You can hide from me Lock the doors and then try to hide the key I will leave you so deaf like Jermaine Dupree I'm the hottest nigga, bitch, I'm the third degree You see, these rappers my dinner I'm licking all my fingers I think I'm just eating too much My stomach getting bigger I'm cold as the winter Making these bitches twitching They shit, believe body just smell Up in the ditch and hitting the trigger Serial killer, all these bitches I'm killing I'm serial killer Lock me up and make me a prisoner Serial killer, all these bitches I'm killing I'm serial killer And body bags, I'm at the zip of my Serial killer Once again, it's Rodney motherfucking Chrome. It's motherfucking spooky season. Your biggest, your favorite, your hardest nigga Chrome. I love y'all, 997. We out of here. Ah!